all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. think about how it was going to be in heaven or have an idea or some type of taste in your mouth or your spirit about heaven. Now I'm talking to believers. And also, do you know anything about heaven? Do you really know what's in heaven? Do you really know how heaven is going to be. Hmm. Let's get into this. Hi. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this scripture reading for today. This is Sunday. This is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there. God bless you all. May God's grace keep you. Thank you all. Love you all for just being mothers. I love you all. Now, I'm going to read a scripture. This is my scripture reading for today, this Sunday, May 8th. So keep that in mind. I'm going to be doing uh, different scripture read, readings once in a while. You know, it's not going to be on a Sunday, so I'm not, I don't get into the traditional days or nothing like that. You can you can read scriptures and worship God on any day. But this just happened to be Sunday, May 8th. And the reason I, I led off with that, uh, the laughter of a child. But I, you know, I, I let off like that because the sound of a laughter of a child. And then I, I, I followed that with my effect of clapping and just, you know, celebrating and stuff like that. The reason I have done that, because the scripture I'm going to be reading is the joy that's going to be enjoyed in the kingdom of heaven. Millennium reign. 
Now, I put emphasis on the kingdom of heaven, millennium reign, because the Bible talks quite a bit about the description, about what's going to be there, what 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 what's going to be expected for you to do the healing leaves and uh, the the mist and the you know and the different things like that about the kingdom of heaven now the ones that's been following me you if you don't know I'm going to explain it to you the kingdom of heaven is the millennium thousand year reign of Christ on earth not the heavenly places in the third heavens where the body of Christ, me and other church members is going to be when we leave this earth. We're going into the heavenly places in the third heavens. I know that's awesome. You know, I can't comprehend that. Paul got a taste of that, the Pastor Paul. But what I'm going to talk about is something that's very beautiful and joyful. And I love reading about the kingdom of heaven on earth. I love reading about the kingdom of heaven and earth, not because I, I I enjoy reading about nothing is going to be better than the heavenly places. It's because the heavenly places is not explained what's going to be there as much as the kingdom of heaven on earth. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of people are confused when they read about what I'm going to read on some of the things. Some of you probably haven't even read this. But, you know, a lot of the Old Testament or the Old Prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, talks a lot about heaven. But it's talking about heaven on earth. It's talking about the thousand-year millennium reign of Christ. Okay. This is body of Christ real talk. So I'm going to get into some, some, some real talk. A lot of things I've been... Uh, uh, presenting it and putting on this show lately it's kind of probably been a downer for a lot of other people what's going on around the world and what's going on around the earth and with the vaccines and with the lockdowns and stuff like that i understand you need something fresh sometimes you know you might feel that you have no hope and a lot of you probably feel you have no hope man joe that's all you talk about no that's all what's really going on now but like i said there's always light in the tunnel future light in the tunnel what I'm going to talk about now is just a little brief thing about heaven. I can't give you a breakdown how the heavenly places is going to be. I know it's going to be more awesome, believe it or not, than the, I believe the earthly kingdom of heaven. I really believe that. Where the body of Christ is going, I think we're going to have a really more blessed place than the kingdom of heaven. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But I can give you somewhat of a description of what Israel and the kingdom of heaven will be doing in on the kingdom of heaven on earth. Now, you heard about the pearly gates. You thought that was a heaven that, you know, many believers thought they'd be going to. You heard about the streets of gold. You heard about those things like that. You heard about angels. Most believers think angels have wings. You know, it's only a couple of angels that in the Bible talks about wings. Most of those are the cherubim and the seraphim, you know. You have different uh, beings. You have different celestial creatures. 
Now, you got celestial and terrestrial. We are the uh, terrestrial, but the, cel- the humans are terrestrial, but the celestial are beings in a heavenly place. You have your angels, you have your celestial beings, you have your seraphims, you have your cherubims. And the Bible only talks about certain ones that with wings. There's only a few of them that have wings, and they are not angels. Okay, but that's not what I want to talk about. But that's a picture of the third heavens. Well, we're going to go that I saved the body of Christ. The heavenly places, what Apostle Paul teaches about. The heavenly places in the third heavens. That's what a body of Christ is going to be. The church today. That's what we're going to be. Now, the king, the heaven I'm going to talk about now is the heavenly reign on earth. When you hear about the children and the different things and people ask questions, would there be animals in heaven and stuff like that? They thinking about the heavenly places. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to be animals in the heavenly places. I believe that will. But I, I don't you know, the Bible does not put too much emphasis on that like it does the heaven on earth. Remember, there's a couple of heavens. There's two programs. The body of Christ, we're going to be in the heavenly places and the the Israel, the kingdom program is going to be here on earth, reigning in the millennium kingdom on the heaven on earth and also the uh, the fullness of times. But let me read this scripture and then I'll just finish for there. This should uplift you about anything that God does is perfect. Perfectness is coming back, whether it's in the heavenly places or on the kingdom of heaven on earth. This is where, this is where people on earth come up with this, uh, this utopia. Now, first of all, utopia is kind of a man-made, you know, perception of heaven. So anything you get of that's man-made or a man thought, they miss the main distraction from the earth being perfect. You know what that is? Sin. And Satan. (laughs) I don't mean that to be kind of fictitious and anything like that, but that's when an earthly person or, you know, you got these uh, uh, millennialists or you got these these Marxists or these socialists or these different people that mean well. They talk about this new reset of making a perfect earth, you know, which it will never be. When they think about utopia, they have a picture of utopia. That's their definition of heaven. They they sneak a little bit out of the Bible of the kingdom of heaven because they know nothing about the heavenlies of heaven. But they, their utopia is when, you know, a perfect, you know, with no crime and stuff like that. But remember, long as you have sin on the earth, long as you have the enemy Satan that's going to be on the earth, and he's not even on the earth now, you will never have a utopia. Why? Because most of the ones talking about utopia, a lot of them are atheists. They don't believe in God. And then you have some that, that believe there's a creator, a being, but they don't acknowledge him. They don't want nothing to do with him. They want everything man-made. Then you got the occults and the whatever like that. But I'm just talking about the group that say they're going to make the world perfect. But this new reset, you know, and all this stuff. And what's what's supposed to be playing in 2030 and different things. It's their outlook. It's their, def, it's their definition of what heaven is. It's called heaven on earth to them. This is their heaven on earth, what they're trying to do. 
how evil and how dirty it is. Some of them might mean well, but meaning well don't mean you're doing the correct way. You're doing things right, okay? Okay, I'm going round about this. You know, I'm not going to keep this long. I'm going round about. But I want to read something that's going to give you a true definition of how heaven on earth is. Look, there will be a true utopia, heavenly place on earth. But it's going to be without Satan. And it's going to be most close to perfect that you can ever have, even without sin, stopping you from doing a lot of things. Sin will be dealt with later. I'm, I'm not going to get to do a deep teaching on that. I, you need that for connecting the dots. But I just want to give you all some good news. This is just a taste of the real heaven on earth. And I'm not going to, there's a lot of scriptures I can read, but I'm just going to read this one. If you have any questions about heaven, about children about animals and you know stuff are you going to see your animals and anything like that now that part I, I, the bible doesn't talk about that if you're going to see your lost dog or whatever like that or blah 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 but i have no idea that the loved ones that a lot of people lost if they're believers if you're not a believer you're not going to see them but if you believe you're going to see your little child i really i really i really believe that now the bible doesn't say that but i'm the God that I know, the God of the Bible, and according to the heavenly places and the heavenly kingdom, I'm sure you will see that child that was lost, that innocent child was still innocent, born in sin, yes, but didn't have time to develop. Many, to me, people will see their child if they are believers, if they are saved in the heavenly places. That's the heavens, that's the third heaven, okay? Now, the heaven I'm finna explain now is a whole new different kingdom. These are new families. There will still be marriages going on. There will still be different things like that. The heavenly places, no. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. But the, the heaven, I want to get this right because of the heaven that I'm going to read to you now is the millennium reign on earth. So there will be marriages going on. There will be long lives like it used to be in the days past and know the days. But even before Noah, people live years and years and years and stuff like that. You know, 200, 300, 400 years. Yeah, people will live a long time through that millennium kingdom. So there will be marriages still going and there will be a lot of kings, kids and stuff still forming. Therefore, there will be a whole new different nation there will be a whole there will be children there will be families in this millennium kingdom remember a thousand years is a long time and people will be living longer so therefore there will be many there will be marriages there ain't gonna be no messing around there ain't gonna be no fornication there will people will be married you know, because that's going to be required by Jesus. Ain't going to be no, because the law will be back. There will be not be no fornication, nothing like that, or adultery. You know, or you will be condemned. Therefore, in the millennium kingdom, you will have children and there will be kids. But let me just read something. Let me just let the Bible speak for itself, okay? This is Isaiah 11. Let's read Isaiah 11 and 1. You know, listen, listen, let me read this. Isaiah 11 and 1. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, 
and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Now, first of all, let me tell you who the rod is. The rod that's coming out is Jesus. The branch is Jesus. It's a rod out of the stem of Jesse. It's like a generation out of the out of Jesse, and the branch shall grow out of his roots. Now, remember, Jesse is the father of David, King David. Anytime you hear the branch in the Bible in a symbolic way, the branch is Jesus. It's, it's the foretelling of Christ. I always say, you know, Christ is all through the 66 books of the Bible. You just got to know and understand how to find them, okay? But I'm not here to do any Bible study. I just want to read a beautiful a beautiful passage. Then I'm going to relate on that and I'm going to let you go. Okay. So, you know, the branch is Jesus. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and the branch of the branch is Jesus shall grow out of his roots. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Now, the Lord is talking about right here is God. The Spirit of God shall rest upon him. Who is him? Jesus. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. And the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Verse 3, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge out of the sight of his eyes, neither reprove out of the hearing of his ears. Verse 4, but with righteousness shall he judge the poor, and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. That means there will be some wickedness going on, even in this kingdom. Remember I said that because whenever this sin is still prevalent, there will be wickedness, okay? And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. Now, this is the part I want you to understand. This, this, this will answer a lot of questions about animals, but it does not answer your questions about the heavenly, the heavenly places. But it does answer the questions. It's going to be animals on the reigning kingdom earth. Remember, it's going to be on earth. So this is going to be part of the beauty in the millennial reign on earth. Verse 6. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb. Now, this is under the reign of Jesus. This is under the reign of Jesus, King of kings, Lord of lords. The wolf also shall reign with the lamb. And the leopard shall lie down with the kid. You understand what that means? That means the wolf shall dwell with the lamb. Remember, it's called Cornelius. Their animals are Cornelius now. I think I'm pronouncing that right. They mean they're wild. They was wild after the curse. Therefore, they used to eat each other and fight each other. But in the millennium kingdom, there's not going to be any more Cornelius animals anymore because the wildness is going to be gone. See? That's going to be taken care of. So wolves and wolves and lambs go be together. There used to be war against each other. Wolf tried to eat a lamb. Not a lamb eating a wolf, but a wolf used to try to eat a lamb, remember? But in the millennium kingdom, the heaven on earth, a wolf and a lamb will be playing together. It's not going to be like that anymore. Their carnivorous spirit will be gone. Their curse will be gone. Okay, let's keep going. The leopard shall lie down with the kid. And the calf and the young lion and the fat link together and a little child shall leave them. Listen to this. <laughs> the leopard shall lie down with the kid. I, I get emotional. And the calf and the young lion and the fat link together. But look who will be leading them. A little child shall lead them. Remember I just said their carnivorous spirit will be gone. The curse will be gone. It will be just like it was in the days of Adam and Eve. The animals will not be vicious. They will not be wild. They will be 
led even by a child. They would be like a little hamster. Something like that. That you know, like a uh, a lot of the uh, sheep and goats are even today. They're so nonviolent. They're so humble. The lions would be like that. Calves would be like that. Young lions would be like that. Fatlings and whatever and animals would be like that. Let me continue. Verse seven. And the cow and the bear. The cows even kind of gentle now, but they won't even have a mean spirit. It would be even better than then on, in the millennial reign kingdom. And the cow and the bear shall feed their young ones, shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. That means there will not be no more meat eating. Because remember, the uh, back then in creation, when the animals were made, they was vegetarians. They did not eat each other. All they eating meat and eating each other came after the curse. Before that, they just ate from the grass and they just ate things just like the cow. Like the cow eat the grass and get medicine. It's going to be the same with the lions and stuff like that in the millennium kingdom, okay? So let me read this again. Verse 7, And the cow and the bear shall feed their young ones, shall lie down together, and the lions shall eat straw like the ox. They all will be together. Remember, there's no more carnivious, carnivious type of spirit. That means they would be very pleasant like they used to be. There's no evil. There's no wildness either. Wildlife is going to be dealt with. The curse is gone. Verse 8. Beautiful. Listen to this. And the sucking child, I mean a little baby, and the sucking child shall play on the hole of the asp. Now, if King James said asp, but the asp... Uh, definition in the living Bible says cobra. So the sucking child shall play with the cobra. Wow. And the winged child, that means the older child, shall put his hand on the cockatrice. That means snakes. That means a child will be able to play with snakes and cobra, man. Listen to this. This is the beautiful millennial reigning king on earth. Verse 9, they shall not hurt nor destroy all my holy mountains, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And in that day, there shall be a root of Jesse, which is Jesus, out of the line of David, King David, which shall stand for a sign of the people, and it shall be the Gentiles seek, and his rest shall be glorious. I'm going to stop right there. Just that little part should give you joy of a, just a taste of heaven on earth. Now, the reason I'm saying heaven on earth is because this is the beautiful, real utopia that's going to be on earth. Not this fake utopia man is trying to make, because anything man try to make because of sin, they will corrupt it. It will always be a dictator. It will always be a corrupt dictator. No matter how wonderful they try to make this earth, man is too corrupt. There will always be a dictator. That's why this great reset plan or the new world order will never work. There will be a new world order, but it will be a perfect righteous new world order under Jesus Christ. So the word new world order is not a bad, evil thing when it's under the right person, which is Jesus, which is Christ, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Okay, let me put that out there. It will be a new world order. There will be a perfect utopia, but it will not be made by man. It will be ushered in by Jesus and the millennial kingdom reign. Children will be played with animals. Animals will play with each other. Animals will be graining. They will have heading leaves to keep them refreshed and everything like that. You know, even a marijuana plant will be like they're supposed to be. Even a coca leaf will not be used as cocaine like they are today. The coca leaf will be used like they're supposed to be used and healing and everything like that, man. This is the true utopia, okay?
But this is just a heaven on earth. This is just heaven on earth. This is not the heavenly places. I believe that is not even described because it's just, we just cannot comprehend that. The one that I'm reading about, this is about the pearly gates. This is the, the streets of gold, transparent gold. This is all that stuff, you know, the animals playing with each other, children playing with the asp or the cobra. This is the kingdom on earth for Israel. But God does not put a lot of emphasis on the heavenly places for the body of Christ, the church, if you die today or the catching away come. Okay, so I want to make get that definition, but both of them is so beautiful. You don't want to miss one and get to the other. You want to catch the one now, which is the heavenly places. You don't want to try to make it to the heavenly kingdom. No, you want to catch the heavenly places. Today's dispensation, because the next dispensation is going back to the kingdom. And you have to deal with the seven-year tribulation if you don't die before. The seven-year tribulation. Okay. And then... Christ will come down to take care of business and then he will set up his millennium kingdom and this was this will be in the millennium kingdom it will be very strict but it'll be righteous judgment he will rule with a rod of iron according to the bible but it will be righteous ruling that means there will be some death there will be death penalties the bible talks about that Jesus talks about that in the gospels there will be death penalties because there still will be wicked people not a lot but there still will be wicked people because what? Sin. Satan's going to be locked up. But even with Satan locked up, that tells you how strong sin still is, even with Satan locked up. He just makes it worse to manipulate it. But sin is a problem in itself. Sin brings death. Okay? Sin is still an issue, even in the millennium kingdom. How perfect and nice that that is perfect compared to the earth now. But compare what is going to be in the fullness of time, it cannot match when God gives a new, makes a new heaven and a new earth. There will be no sin, there will be no death, or none of that. In the millennium kingdom, there still will be sin, there still will be death, but it will be perf more perfect than this earth, and it will be the utopia of heaven on earth. Okay? Beautiful. Awesome. I just wanted to read that. There is hope, unbeliever. There is hope. Okay, I just wanted to read that. And this is not even the heavenly places. This is just the heavenly on earth. God bless you all. Love you all. This is Joseph Brownlee with an uplifting scripture today. Give the Bible a chance. Believe in his death, burial, resurrection. He took care of your sins. Just believe that Jesus died for your sins. He rose again and you shall be saved. And you will be sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And you have a chance to be in the heavenly places. What I, which I believe, and this is my opinion, would be even more awesome, if not alike, but more awesome than the Millennium Kingdom. Matter of fact, I know it is because the Millennium Kingdom will have some still imperfectness because of sin. The heavenly place is going to be perfect. And we're going to have immortal bodies. So I know it's going to be better. I'm just telling you something that's better than the earth right now. Much better. Triple times better. So the heavenly places is even much, much better than this when I'm reading. <laughs> God bless. Don't hesitate. Give your life to Christ. Believe in what he done to you for you on the cross. God bless you. I love you all. Word of the day. Isaiah 11 to 9. God bless you. Bye-bye. Peace out.
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.